you're having a blessed day and I hope you're being a blessing to somebody else. Today's episode is on domestic violence. If you or anyone you know of who's currently dealing with domestic violence, please reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Their number is 1-800-799-7233. So let's talk about what is domestic violence. Domestic violence or intimate partner violence can be defined as a pattern of behavior in any relationship that is used to gain or maintain power and control over an intimate partner. There is different types of abuse when dealing with domestic violence. You have emotional abuse, You have physical abuse, which I think is probably the largest. You have sexual abuse, which I think is probably the second largest. You have financial abuse. You have spiritual abuse. It's so many different types of abuse up under the umbrella of domestic violence. I am talking about domestic violence because... I am a survivor of domestic violence. And lately, I've been on this healing journey of trying to get right with God and be the person he's calling me to be. But my domestic violence history, something that I buried and I try not to talk on it. I try not to remember that I went through that dark phase in my life, but for me to be completely healed and to become the creature that God wants me to be and walk in the path that he has for me, I felt like I needed to release this. I feel like I haven't completely healed from it, and that is sad been out of this situation for a good amount of years now, but I feel like I haven't healed from it. I just buried it. So, this is part of my healing journey until hopefully help somebody else. So, I believe my domestic violence situation started in my teenage years. I want to say for me, I believe it started probably around the age of 15, very young, and it probably lasted on and off all the way up until my late 20s, just a long time. So let's talk about the different types of abuse that falls up under domestic violence. You have physical abuse. Physical abuse is hitting, slapping, punching, kicking, burning, strangulation, damaging personal property, and use of weapons. You have emotional abuse, which is name calling, insulting, and blaming a partner for everything extreme jealousy, intimidation, shaming, 
humiliating isolation, controlling what the partner does and where the partner goes, and even stalking. You have sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is not about sex. It is about power and includes any sexual behavior performed without a partner's consent. Forcing a partner to have sex with other people is also sexual abuse, which is also human trafficking. Pursuing sexual activity when the victim is not fully conscious or is afraid to say no. You have financial abuse. Any behavior that maintains power and control over finances constitutes financial abuse. It's plenty more definitions that fall up under domestic violence, but these are the ones that I just found important to talk about on today's episode. Personally, for me, I have dealt with physical abuse. Physical abuse for me was hitting. I won't say I necessarily walked around with black eyes. So just because a person is not walking around with black eyes or knots or busted lips does not mean they're not in a domestic violence situation. It don't mean that. You can cover up bruises with makeup. I have done that before as well. But you have hitting, which I have been a victim of that. You have strangulation, which I have been a victim of that before. You have damaging personal property. I have definitely been a victim of that before. Even all the way down to the cars I drive. Even down to having holes in a wall and had to cover them up with pictures or doors falling off the hinges or doors that then lock all the way. So those are the physical abuse that I endured. Then you have emotional abuse. I have dealt with name calling and some of them was pretty bad. I have dealt with that. I have dealt with extreme jealousy. Extreme jealousy came particularly on the side of being jealous of my family and the relationship that I had with my family. I am all about family. I come from a close-knit family. And that individual didn't necessarily come for that. Come, sorry, come from that. They didn't understand when I was always there for my family, when they called, when they needed me. They didn't understand that and couldn't accept that to a certain extent. And sexual abuse. This one just hit me about a couple of weeks ago. So I just had to sit back and think about it. And I was like... You know you dealt with sexual abuse. You think because you're in a relationship with someone, no matter if it's teenage puppy love or adult love, you think you can't be a victim of sexual abuse. But you can. 
and I was a victim of sexual abuse. Sometimes I was afraid to say no. Because I know if I said no, it was going to be a consequence of getting mad. It was going to be a consequence of yelling. It was going to be a consequence of what are you crying for? Wipe your tears. Come on, let's get this over with. Like, as I look back at it now, it was nothing but sexual abuse. Not saying that all the moments in the relationship was like that, but those are what stick out at me. I remember some days just being tired or coming home from work or being late at night, and I'm definitely not up to it. But, again, like I said, those were my definition of sexual abuse. You can have sexual abuse in a relationship. Financial abuse. I did deal with that one. Um, I remember times I went to work, came home on payday, didn't want to hand out any money because I really felt like I couldn't. My income was the only income at that particular time, so I didn't have money to help finance a weed habit. Or I didn't have the money to do that. So if I didn't have the money to do that, I would have to hide my debit card or hide cash. And even if I did that, sometimes my hiding places weren't the best of the hiding places, so... I would get my debit card taken and the individual would leave the house and they knew the pen to go to the store and withdraw money. Or I know some of you probably said, why didn't you change the pen if you know they're heading to the store? Sometimes I did do that, but when you're in those situations, you know sometimes doing that going to be a consequence that just makes the situation totally worse and all hell is going to break loose. But that is my little glimpse into domestic violence and what I dealt with. I am no longer in that situation by the grace of God. I can look at it, look back at it now and know the signs of it because I do have teenage daughters, so I know what to look out for. And even if you do have teenage kids as well, and maybe their boyfriend or girlfriend has like a controlling spirit or jealousy and they think, oh, he or she just crazy about me. They always want to call me. I always want to be on the phone or don't want me to do nothing without them. Just know to look at the red flags. I didn't know to look at the red flags back then. I was just happy to you know, have a significant other at that point in time, and you call it puppy love or being in love, which is not always the case. Sometimes it is what it is, domestic violence. So I just 
felt the need to get that off my chest to help me along this healing journey. And I had to release that to let myself know on this next step of life with love and whatever it has in store for me, it is okay to love. Is it okay? It's okay to not be defensive all the time. It's okay to not have these walls up. Like, it is okay. So, I hope today's episode was a little inciting and helpful. And I hope you guys have a great day. And thanks for listening. Thank you.